In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Brethren, let us acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God, and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Kyrie Gloria in excelsis Deo, et in terra pax hominibus, one voluntatis, laudamus te, benedicimus te, adoramus te, glorificamus te, gratias agimus tibi, propter maniam gloriam tuam, Domine Deus Rex Celestis, Deus Pater Omnipotens, Domine Fili Unigenite, Jesu Christe, Domine Deus Agnus Dei, Filius Patris, Quitolis peccata mundi, miserere nobis. Quitolis peccata mundi, suscipe deprecationem nostram. Qui sedes ad exteram patris, miserere nobis. Quoniam tu solus sanctus, tu solus dominus, tu solus altissimus, Jesu Christe, cum sancto spiritu, in gloria Dei Patris. Let us pray. God of everlasting mercy, who in the very recurrence of the Paschal Feast kindle the faith of the people you have made your own, increase, we pray, the grace you have bestowed, that all may grasp and rightly understand in what font they have been washed, by whose spirit they have been reborn, by whose blood they have been redeemed. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. They devoted themselves to the teaching of the apostles and to the communal life, to the breaking of the bread and to the prayers. Awe came upon everyone, 
and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their property and possessions and divide them among all according to each one's need. Every day they devoted themselves to meeting together in the temple area and to breaking bread in their homes. They ate their meals with exultation and sincerity of heart, praising God and enjoying favor with all the people. And every day the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. The word of the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love is everlasting. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love is everlasting. Let the house of Israel say, His mercy endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, His mercy endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, His mercy endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love is everlasting. I was thrust down, thrust down and falling, but the Lord was my helper. The Lord is my strength and my song. He was my savior. There are shouts of joy and salvation in the tents of the just. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love is everlasting. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord has this been done, a marvel in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice in it and be glad. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love is everlasting. A reading from the first letter of St. Peter. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who in his great mercy gave us a new birth to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by the power of God are safeguarded through faith, to a salvation that is ready to be revealed in the final time. In this you rejoice, although now for a little while you may have to suffer through various trials, so that the genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that is perishable even though tested by fire, may prove to be praise for praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Although you have not seen him, you love him. Even though you do not see him now, yet believe in him. You rejoice with an indescribable and glorious joy as you attain the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. The word of the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. You believe in me, Thomas, because you have seen me, says the Lord. 
Blessed are they who have not seen me, but still be thee. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger into the nail marks and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now a week later, his disciples were again inside and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands and bring your hand and put it into my side. And do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book. But these are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that through this belief you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. I was praying this week with um, Caravaggio's image of Thomas putting his finger into the side of of Jesus. It's a famous painting, I don't know if you've seen it, but um, depicts very literally um, Thomas putting his hand, his finger, into Jesus' wounded side. And what's striking about the image is certainly how realistic it is, how Jesus literally has a hole in the side of his body and that Thomas's finger is in it. But that Thomas's face is like one of amazement and awe and Jesus is one of just like this penetrating gaze of purpose, kind of almost jamming Thomas's hand into his side. Um, and you see the, the initiative of Christ in coming to Thomas in his, in his doubt and his hurt uh, that he wasn't there to see Jesus in the first apparition and Jesus coming right to him and putting his hand for him into his side, this ultimatum that Thomas had made. He thought he was kind of in control, but Jesus is the one that guides him into his heart. I was praying with that image and, um, and just sort of like trying to be illuminated by the sacramentality of it, sacramentality being that um, there's something obviously invisible and mystical going on there, but that's only manifested to us in the, vis- in the visible manifestation of it. Um, that's how God appears to us. And Jesus' heart is pierced, literally. And in that painting, it, it, I mean, it serves a practical purpose. It's Thomas's way into Jesus, is through his literal wounded heart. But of course, we, we speak metaphorically of the heart, um, even our own hearts, 
we have these muscles that pump blood through our bodies. But when we speak of our heart metaphysically or spiritually, we're talking about this, this kind of seat of our self, of who we are, our desires, our affections. Um, when you share your heart with somebody, you're, you're opening your heart to someone. That means something very deep. But then you're on a whole other level when you're talking about God's heart. You know, what, is the, what is the seat of the self, of the, of the divine persons, God's heart? How does he open it to us and share it with us? Um, that's an infinite mystery. And what's in the heart of God? How does it feel about us? Uh, how is it directed toward us? Or what is it directed toward? Uh, the only way in is through the heart of Jesus. That's how God's heart is made manifest to us. That's the, the sacred heart. And today, divine mercy. That Sister St. Faustina saw um, in the image was Jesus' heart, these two beams of light, which were the two streams of, of liquid, water and blood, um, in his crucifixion. But now have become these two beams of light representing the, the lifeblood of the church, um, the salvation of souls, and the, and the water that cleanses us from sin and his, his divine mercy. Um, but Thomas somehow had this intuition that he needed to get into the heart of Jesus, that that was what he was ultimately looking for, um, that Jesus' heart is now open since the crucifixion, since that piercing, now to flood out mercy and love, all of the divine riches that, that, are, that have been in the heart of God for all eternity, but now in Jesus have, have become accessible to us. Um, and for Thomas in this very literal way, for, for us in similar ways, um, in visible, concrete ways, God's heart is disclosed to us and we are welcomed into it. I remember praying with this at IPF at Omaha, my probably second year of seminary, and all these guys were talking about when they would meditate on the scriptures, like meeting Jesus or seeing Mary and feeling like all sorts of things in their hearts. And I just never felt anything like that. And I was praying with, with this reading in the Gospel of John and sympathizing with Thomas, where it's like, we've seen the Lord, all these, you know, they're friends and like all these rumors of Jesus risen from the dead. And, um, and he's like, what, what's the deal? Like, why, why did he come when only I was gone um, and not feeling, like, loved or important or part of the group or whatever? Um, and he, he just makes this ultimatum. Um, but Jesus comes to him in that and in a way that's, like, tailor-made for Thomas's heart. And that, I think, is the... That's the rub. That's the hard thing, is that our way into Jesus' heart is through his wound. But Jesus' way into my heart is through my wounds. And my wounds are just holes. <laughs> They're not fountains like Jesus' wounds. They're just dark. But if you line them up to Jesus' wound, then they do get filled. And they become the place where God's love, God's mercy can, can get in. But I have to open them up. I have to, to seek him out, uh, to be in a place to be found. And then if they are filled, um, that's sort of the precondition for fullness is emptiness, that hole, that, that darkness, so that it's flooded with light. And then for me and for others, those wounds become um, a source of mercy and, and light to everyone around me. Like if you've seen somebody who's, who's really been transformed by grace, um, a lot of times in their story, it's the place of most shame, of most brokenness, that 
in God resurrecting them and bringing them back to life through these streams of, of mercy and love, like that's their glory. That's their story. And when they get to heaven, that's going to be how they glorify God is that I was broken. I was, I was wounded, but God brought me back from the dead. And I think that's what divine mercy is all about. Like, what am I looking for in the heart of Jesus? When I, when I put my finger in there and try to get in, into God's heart, which is a beating human heart, um, what am I looking for? A self, um, a home, the communion that will free, set me free. I think that, that's what we're, we're all looking for something. We're all looking for love. We're all looking for um, peace. We can look for it in all sorts of places, and nothing will fill these holes in our hearts. But if we go into the hole in Jesus' heart, we can find that fullness. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit, was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Faith and confidence in God's mercy, we offer our prayers to the Father. For the church, the pastors, and her people, we pray to the Lord. Pray for the world and end to this epidemic for our world leaders. Pray for reconciliation. We pray to the Lord. Pray for all our benefactors, our students, those entrusted to our ministry and our care. For their peace, we pray to the Lord. Pray for all those who are, feel far from God, are isolated because of shame or guilt, that they may turn to God's mercy in Jesus' sacred heart, to receive the divine mercy in its fullness, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Pray for the sick and the suffering, those who are dying, those who will die today, especially those who are alone. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For the intentions we hold in our hearts. We pray to the Lord. Father, hear these prayers and answer them according to your will, for we trust in your goodness through Christ our Lord. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands will become our spiritual drink. 
Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands, for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and of all his holy church. Accept, O Lord, we pray, the oblations of your people and of those you have brought to new birth, that renewed by confession of your name and by baptism, they may attain unending happiness. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord. But on this day, above all, to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. For he is the true Lamb who has taken away the sins of the world. By dying he has destroyed our death, and by rising restored our life. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise. And even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. To you, therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to guard, unite, and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Blaise, our Bishop, and all those who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants and all gathered here whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them we offer you the sacrifice of praise that they offered for themselves and all who are dear to them, for the redemption of their souls, in hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. Celebrating the most sacred day of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ in the flesh, and in communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of our God and Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon, and Jude, Linus, Cletus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Chrysogonus, John and Paul, Cosmos and Damian, and all your saints. We ask that through their merits and prayers and all things we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept this oblation of our service, that of your whole family. Order our days in your peace and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those you have chosen. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge, and approve this offering in every respect, make it spiritual and acceptable, so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, with eyes raised to heaven to you, O God, his almighty Father. Giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, 
which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands, and once more giving you thanks, he said the blessing, gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. For, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the blessed passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ your Son, our Lord, we, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty from the gifts that you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel the just the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest, Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer, we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high, in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants who have gone before us with the sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray in all who sleep in Christ, a place of refreshment, light, and peace. To us also, your servants, who those sinners, hope in your abundant mercies. Graciously grant some share in fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, Ignatius, Alexander, Marcellinus, Peter, Felicity, Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, Anastasia, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord. You sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope in the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ.
Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. those unable to receive communion today, we pray. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you are already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that our reception of this Paschal Sacrament may have a continuing effect in our minds and hearts. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Bow down for the blessing. May God, who by the resurrection of his only begotten Son was pleased to confer on you the gift of redemption and of adoption, give you gladness by his blessing. May he, by whose redeeming work you have received the gift of everlasting freedom, make you heirs to an eternal inheritance. Amen. And may you, who have already risen with Christ in baptism through faith, by living in a right manner on this earth, be united with him in the homeland of heaven. Amen. 
And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit come down on you and remain with you forever. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Alleluia, alleluia. Regina Celi, letare, alleluia. Qui aque meruisti portare, alleluia. Resurrexit, secut dixit, alleluia.